Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. Leo mm -hmm. makes it up as she goes. <laughs> like, I just have to show up. Right. <laughs> Take the stage, inspire, and that's all I need to do. Just yeah. lead from the heart. You don't need to prepare. Mm. Although today, like, you know, Venus is in Virgo, and today is the last day of Mars in Leo. So we're taking mm. full advantage before we feel like we have to know everything and mm. be organized maybe a little bit more. Mm. But yeah, Leo is so spontaneous. Love that about mm -hmm. Leo. There's so much courage there, you know, yeah. lead from yeah. the heart, no planning. Yeah. yeah, just to show up, just to be yourself, like just yeah. to be like, I'm okay as I am. Yeah. What a great lesson. <laughs> yeah, there's a rawness, there's a vulnerability about it. Kind of, well, I would say actually there's an invulnerability because it's like, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. And it's like, it's just so happy. It's such a proud proud and uh, confident like archetype, like that's yeah. science. Like, poof. I guess it's the perception of vulnerability, right? Like I see or like hear you describing this archetype and I'm like, oh, I'm inspired to be what I would perceive to be as vulnerable, you know, like just oh, leading just, with the right. heart just out there. But I think you're correct in that it's kind of an invulnerability on the Leo end, on the performer end, you know? Yeah. Space cord, space cord. We invite you to join us as we explore the Leo archetype. Leo gets up there and is like, I'm confident with myself. Mm. I'm good the way I am. I accept myself. I love myself. And mm. because I love myself, I can inspire other people to do the same. Mm -hmm. And so it, goes, it just wants to be seen and to share and to, mm. you know, create mm -hmm. and have fun. We would like to introduce you to astrologer Kate Rusko, Virgo Sun, Gemini Moon, Pisces Rising. Such a playful archetype, but it does take up stage. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. And it's like, here I am. Mm -hmm. I expect mm -hmm. you to be my audience. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah. I'm I'm super curious. We'll have to find some people because as we have gone through this cycle of archetypes, it yeah. seems like cancer had a lot of like actor actresses, even though like what you're describing with regards to the stage seems like, oh, obviously Leos would be actors and actresses, you know. I think it's a matter of quality. If you're a cancer actor, you'd be more concerned with maybe the craft of things mm. and making sure you get all the, I don't know, everything right and you develop your characters and you sink yourself into them. Whereas if you're a Leo actor, you just, sh like, it's just you, like, you know, your presence mm. is so important. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think, I think that's, the, that's the difference. I'm going to look up actually somebody who just came to mind mm -hmm. and I'm going to see what they have if I can figure that out because for some reason Tom mm -hmm. Cruise came to my mind but I think he's a um, cancer son 
You may notice a curious sound in the background. Let's just pretend it's a bird. He's such a personality kind of mm -hmm. actor. Mm -hmm. Oh, of course. Yes, his moon is in Leo. So mm -hmm. is his Venus. So is his North Node. So yeah, that's that. Like you know, like you don't go see a film because of the content. If Tom Cruise is in it, you're in it because Tom Cruise does a film. Or at least you're for my age. Right. <laughs> you know? right. Like, oh, he's in it. Okay, it's going to mm -hmm. be kind of crazy and outrageous. Whereas if he was all like, if you got a Cancer Moon, you may not know anything about. Tom Cruise. Right. You know what I mean? Like you just mm -hmm. know it's, you go to the movie because it's he's throw himself into the character and just sort of lose himself. But then there's like that Leo moon is like, -da! <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like here I am. <laughs> you know, I expect people mm. to see me and to mm. um so so it's important where you know we've talked about this before, where the archetype lands in the chart. Mm -hmm. You know, when it's the moon, it really is so, found, like, to me, it's the alpha and the omega. Mm -hmm. So it's the starting, the beginning. And if you have a Leo moon, you come in with that mm -hmm. really, like, look at me energy. Whereas if it's your sun or your Venus or your Mars or your sun, you're, like, more learning how to do that. Leo can be a hard archetype for many mm. people because it does require, like you said, like you're like, oh my God, it's so vulnerable getting up there, mm. <laughs> you know? Whereas some with Leo, a moon Leo be like, what are you talking about? Like, that's just normal. You just get up mm. there and you just shine. Mm. Whereas other people are learning how to really love themselves in that way yeah. and be able to shine. We would like to introduce you to astrology student, Rachel Villaverde. Cancer Sun, Cancer Moon, Gemini Rising. Yeah. yeah, when I think about Leo moons in my life, it's interesting because, you know, this idea of like center stage or like big presence, like I don't know, there's like a strength to mm -hmm. I think the way they show their Leo moon. Like in, yeah. just as you're saying, mm -hmm. like this vulnerability is kind of like it's just their truth and they're like happy to share that and they're happy to stick mm -hmm. up for it and like in any scener setting, but they're not necessarily like seeking this attention. It's not just the placement of the moon, right? Like obviously there's aspects that are influencing that, but yeah, I think of a couple Leo moons and in my brain, I'm like, wait, but they're not like super showy, spotlighty, but yet they do have um, strength and just kind of rawness. There's kind of a, I don't know that it would be stubbornness, but just like, or, or maybe it's just like a steadfast in their belief of whatever it is or i don't know something. yeah well it is a it is a fire sign so it is a lot about belief mm. and inspiration and that fire of yeah this is the way things are mm. like any fire sign is about inspiration you know they're not looking to ground something or they're not looking for the emotion behind it or they're not thinking too much they're just doing <laughs> mm. you know mm -hmm. like they're not overthinking they're just launching into it and showing up yeah. Okay. So yeah. I just found one. Gandhi had a moon in Leo. Okay. okay. So with a lot of Scorpio and Libra. And, and so I think there was something about him that he had no problem taking this role where he was very visible mm. and inspiring. Like it's really what he did, right? He inspired people to empower themselves, Scorpio, mm -hmm. and to find a quality Libra. He held that space and he, he didn't seem angst ridden. He seemed like, no, this is what we're doing. This is the correct way. And I'm going to hold that. And even though it's interesting that he had Leo, Leo's is like royalty, right? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. royalty in the sense that 
in the ideal sense where it's people who model great behavior to mm. others. It's not, you know, royalty like we know it. It's not, it's not lineage in that, oh, I'm, I'm so special that mm -hmm. I'm different from you. It's like, actually, I'm going to show you this higher level of behavior. I'm going to model it for you mm -hmm. and inspire you to mm -hmm. do that yourself. And that's what Gandhi did. And you know, yeah. he, he still continues to inspire people. Leaders. Leaders, yeah. And that, you know, his Scorpio helped him. Like it was all the empowerment issues. And he started from that base of Leo. Like, no, this is what you do. Like everyone's equal. You do not treat people differently. And I'm not going to do that no matter mm -hmm. who I am. Because he was a, he was a rather wealthy person. He was well-to-do. Right. But he chose to, you know, walk around in a loincloth mm -hmm. and just gave everything up, mm -hmm. you know, and inspired other people to do the same. Yeah. She did do. Okay. Malala. Yeah. You know her. She won the Nobel Peace, Peace Prize. I think she was, I don't know, how old was she when she won it? 13. She was Damn. Um, the Pakistani girl who was mm. shot in the head by the Taliban for going to school. Mm, 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 so mm -hmm. she has a, a Leo, uh, her Venus is in Leo, so it's her Mercury. Mm. And so she stands as a model of behavior, you know, of um, mm. like she has a lot of Libra in her chart, which is about the balance, but there's this, she has become this inspiring presence for the world mm. and mm -hmm. like a, a voice for, for all women. And her story is pretty, you know, pretty remarkable, <laughs> mm -hmm. but she does, she does have that heart centered, like, you know, like you're inspired to listen to her or watch her or read her book or whatever. Mm -hmm. She's and she continues to be an inspiring presence. Like I, I often see articles about her graduating and this and that. Like she's um, very inspiring person. Mm -hmm. Let's see, Winston Churchill. Ah, oh, I knew it. Winston Churchill, mm. Leo Moon, last degrees of Leo Moon. Mm -hmm. So he was also an incredibly inspiring leader. And uh, so, so like Gandhi, you know, working with Leo and working with Libra. Oh, no, uh, uh, no, who was it? No, Malala, sorry. That Leo-Libra combination. I guess Gandhi had it as well, but not as strong as Libra. Right. So, but, but he was such a, like, they, didn't they call him the lion of something or other? Like, he just had this incredible presence and this incredible way of expressing yeah. himself. Even though people didn't necessarily agree with him or like right. him, he just took up the room. Yeah. Right. And he was kind of a character. Like I, I haven't read about him, but I have seen a few movies about him mm. and he seems like someone you'd want to meet. <laughs> Do you know what I right. mean? Like not a dry politician, but someone full of character mm -hmm. and quirkiness. And he, he really embodied that sense of royalty and that he, like the way he lived was very, it seemed almost decadent mm. in a way. Like he mm -hmm. was, I think he was, he would wake up and have like, you know, stiff drinks and stuff and, mm. and like he ate a lot and you know what i mean right. smoked a lot and stuff right. um but he he was that lion that saved his people from yeah. you know imminent destruction that's that's a really good leo example mm -hmm. um when leo is present it really does give that sense of that fullness of character and like a needing to be a full character mm -hmm. like to really be fully expressive and everything you do like it's like not it's and it's not about having a point of view 
Mm. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's not leading that way. It's just leading through standing. Yeah, passion, standing in your truth and being able to hold that space. It's yeah. pretty cool. Do you have any Leo placements in your chart? I do. My Venus is a Leo. Okay. Yeah. So I understand the struggle, mm. <laughs> you know, because I have a, I have a, an air moon. I have a Gemini moon likes to overthink things. Mm. And it's taken me a long time to just to be spontaneous mm. and to just make things up as I go. Like, mm. you know, my Gemini will like to do that. I like to be creative and whatever, but it also will, it'll stop me from just showing up and mm. I've yet to do a live, like an, mm. like an Instagram live or, and I'm like, Oh no, I'm going to do one. And then, Oh, this, that, you know, <laughs> all these little details come into play and I'm like, Oh, it can't be now. But right. if I actually led with that Leo, I would just be doing it no matter what, mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Does your yeah. Virgo son come into play with regards to that too? Like the planning and right. prep and like yeah. organization yeah. around presenting yeah. something? Getting it right mm. rather than just letting it fly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I deal with that every day. Mm. And I see that also in my clients who have mm. what I call progressive Leo. I have to tell them, no, you need to make your, let's say your self-center of the business. Like if you have a business and Leo is like in a certain place in your chart, then you like the business is about you and you need to be mm-hmm. front and center. You need to make yourself a character mm-hmm. like that people know, you know, yeah. and it's always a learning curve. It's always kind of tough. Like shit, like I really have to do that. Do I? And then once you do it, you realize how much you love it. Right. And how great it feels. But then there's just a lot of fear getting into that. <laughs> sure. Hang ups in between that point. Yeah. So I just found Kamala Harris. She mm. has a Mars in Leo. Mm. So as a she, her, mm-hmm. you would expect her to sort of project that outwards to be like she could have, let's say, had Trump as her running mate, you know, because mm. he has Leo. I've got mm. he's got he's got the distorted Leo, you know, taking up too much room. And you know, we see in him both ways it can be playful and it's kind of funny but then it's like whoa like right watch it kamala harris has a real need also to stand up and to be seen to inspire people just mm-hmm. for who she is mm-hmm. you know which i think she's already done because i have a relative who has strong leo mm-hmm. and um she had a big birthday, but it wasn't actually on her birthday. And then came her birthday. She's like, oh, I want to have you know, another thing. So we got her a little <laughs> family thing. Oh, no, no, no. It was like 14 people. We're like, but you just had a huge... But it's like, no. Keep going. Keep going. It's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It should actually last all year. <laughs> yep. <sighs> what else can you say about Leo? I think if it's your rising sign, the sort of key for you to really find your purpose and your happiness is to just love yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not so much maybe an external thing that you have to do, but it's more like an internal work of accepting yourself and being inspired by yourself and allowing yourself to play. Leo is is a young, you know, is, is like the, a young child just allowing to play and make things up, you know, mm-hmm. not feeling limited. Like the limitation comes when you move on to Virgo. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, actually this is not going to work. But like, when you're in Leo, it's like, let's just see what happens. Mm-hmm. We, right now we have Mercury three degrees away from the sun in Leo and then Mars in Leo. You know, so we think like there's been a lot of creativity out there, but Saturn's been opposing. The right? Saturn. The Saturn. And it's like, we're not even the exact sun, Saturn. And every, like, it's really hitting people. Like it's all I've been dealing with for the past 
I would say 10 days with clients is Saturn, Saturn, Saturn. Mm. <laughs> and so we're actually being asked to let go of ideas that stand in, in the way of us being in that Leo, right? So like, what, what are you thinking? What shoulds have you got about your vision of the world that are standing in the way of you just spontaneously creating, mm. spontaneously inspiring other people? Like, what are your ideas? Like, why do you think you need to do things this way? Uh, it'll be exact depending where you are, I guess. The first, the second, and uh, Mercury will also be in there. It's going to be exact Mercury Sun conjunction. Interesting. So, so I so, mean, would it be fair to say that like ideas are act- as a result of these planetary placements? Like ideas are kind of just bubbling up, but then there's the Saturn influence that is kind of a redirect of like where and what to do with these ideas. Is that? I, I think it's more like a desire to create is coming up. A desire mm-hmm, just to be mm-hmm. to like. Oh, I just want to like, follow my yeah. heart and, and express myself. But then, but then there are these things that are ideas that are standing yeah. in our way. Mm. So the ideas are, are Saturn, but we want to just be in that Leo playfulness. But we can't until we let go of certain ways that we're thinking and expressing ourselves mm. or the shoulds we put around that. So mm. by like the 7th of August, maybe we'll mm. start to feel like a loosening of that, you know? And so maybe that can be like a seed point because then we'll have Mars and Venus in Virgo, which Mm. always like kind of knows what it's doing. And we can just use like if we've identified what's holding ourselves back and we can use that to propel ourselves into what we really want to create. Now, I don't know about you, but I've been like having some, trying to reshift my offerings for the fall, like Mm. how I want to do them, what I want to do. And like really trying to give give myself the freedom around it, you know, realizing, oh, I was saying to myself, I have to do this. Oh no, actually, I don't have to do this. Right. Oh Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. I'm going bonkers about like ideas. I wouldn't contain it to this time. However, last night (laughs) I started seeding for like my, a year from now, my 40th Mm -hmm. birthday. Like I was already thinking of sending out the invitations like today, (laughs) last night, that's what was happening. Slash last night. I also was very inspired. I signed up for TikTok last night. Like there was a lot that happened last night. it's time, oh, like just go time. with it, you right. know? And right. I mean, I think the planetary placements, there's no coincidence, but I recently had watched this documentary, Hysterical, which is about female comedians in the States. Oh, oh and it's I'd really, love to watch that. Yeah, I was really inspired by it. I was like, you know what? I need open mics, you know? And then I came (laughs) to visit my friends and they were like, you don't need an open mic. You just need TikTok. Like just do your open mics on TikTok. And I was like, oh God, this is going to be embarrassing. And I just like left Instagram. So it's like, wait a second, I'm going back into the belly of the beast. Like, wait, I have a lot of shame around this. (laughs) So anyways, there's a lot, yes, that is like percolating for me. I love it. Well, I think think it's also starting from the eclipse season, that Gemini eclipse season that brought out Mm. so many ideas and maybe you're just you're finally like yeah getting the next stages and yes tiktok is also on my horizon so i totally agree and as you were mentioning female comedians who i always love to look up Kristen wig mm. I, i'm probably totally butchering her first name i think it's no idea it, but just is it Kristen or Kristen? you know who she is on Saturday i don't Live? know that i do I, maybe oh, i need my, yes you do you know her because yeah. because she's also um she's in a lot of films now she was the okay. last wonder woman film nice um she was in bridesmaids she was okay, the lead yes. in I bridesmaids think I know which one tan complexion okay. no 
Oh. No, you're, you're thinking. You're thinking of her sidekick. She's uh, like blonde. She was in Bridesmaids. She was. Uh, look her up. We we are in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do yeah, have yeah. a device. Look, look her up because she is hysterical. Kristen, what's her last name? W I I G. Okay. Yeah. This so one. she's a sun mm-hmm. sun in Leo and a Mercury in Leo. Okay. And a Moon in Gemini, which I love. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. think that combination of the Gemini and the Leo, she's just has no fear. Yeah. Like she really doesn't mind making herself look really bad and really awkward, but she also just like, she just takes the stage. Like, you mm-hmm. know, she blows everyone away and she's been yeah. able actually to just sort of go from Saturday Night Live to all sorts of different films She's yeah. and different, different kinds of films too, which, which reflects her characters. Gemini moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she's super funny, mm-hmm. um, like really out there. Yeah. Let me see who else. Okay, Phyllis Diller. Do you know Phyllis Diller? She may be before your time. need to look her up. I think she died in 2012. She was not that far from 100. She was one of the first female comedians. She was quite outrageous. And she also had her Venus in Leah. Oh, my God. She had a whole bunch of lack of of cancer, like moon, sun, Mm. mercury, south node. And she Mm. had, I don't know how many kids, five, six kids. Anyway, like a huge family. Mm -hmm. But she would make so much fun of being a mom, like Mm. saying things like, I bury my my ironing in the the yard Mm. and um, stuff like (laughs) jokes about like taking tranquilizers and and children and, and saying like, oh, you know how children children always say that they want to leave home and she said well that's the only thing that keeps some parents going right. <laughs> like, like she really would make fun of being a mom <laughs> but she was such a like the way that she dressed was outrageous yeah. okay so she also gemini so i think it's a combination but i posted um a series of stories on instagram about her mm. and i had somebody contact me and say you know what i was actually invited to her house several times and they mm-hmm. sent me photos from inside her house This is when I love social media. Yeah, so cool. Mm -hmm. And her kitchen was like red. The Mm. cupboards were red. And like she had like a wig room. And Mm -hmm. it was so out there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is for a person who had all this cancer, right? But that Leo and Gemini was like, I am just letting it fly. And her outfits were like sequins and crazy hair. And like, yeah, just so, so visible and outrageous. Especially we think she was born in 1917. Mm-hmm. And you look at these photos of her mm-hmm. and like, she just looked so cool and hip and, you know, youthful. And you know what I mean, that's also that's about Leo, totally youthful. Mm-hmm. Like Leo's want to stay young forever, which can eventually become a distortion. Okay, <laughs> Like eventually right. you do kind of have to age nicely, but you know, they do have that childlike quality, that really youthful, playful mm. childlike quality. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought up comedians. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was voted class clown in middle school and <laughs> high school. And it's like, I've been riding that wave and have produced nothing, you know, of like, <laughs> that's not true. I've definitely produced a lot of things that I think fit that mold, yeah. but you know, like even my space court journey, I got to get funnier. There's got to be more humor. (laughs) How do I do that? So, but I think I have a, I don't have Leo placements, but I have a stellium in the fifth house that also has Saturn in it. I've been told that that's like, that's my great, like Achilles heel. It's like, I'm supposed to be playful in this life. However, not take it too seriously because that's where Mm -hmm. my, like, I think Saturn comes into play and it's like, I I do want to play and that's all I want to do. But it's like, I'm almost like too serious about my play <laughs> I don't know, something. right well yeah you gotta get rid of those shoulds 
Yeah. Right. So I think you're, you're tapping into that, that connection between Gemini and Leo. Yeah. Too, you know, because you have strong Gemini. So Gemini mm-hmm. and Leo have that in common, and it's like life should be a playground. Yeah. We should have freedom to do what we do. Like Gemini does it from a mental perspective, mm-hmm. and Leo does it from more of a heart kind of just spontaneous, like just expressive perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm curious to see what will unfold as always. Yeah. I mean, I guess the class clown, like, I think Gemini's are maybe more of a class clown than Leo mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Gemini will get the joke. Whereas Leo might not like it. If people <laughs> were laughing at them, <laughs> you know, like not maybe like they have to really be in control of it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's why I think some of these comedians have Leo and they have the Gemini mm-hmm. and the Gemini is what allows them to be like, ah, whatevs. You know, mm-hmm. like like a progressed Gemini, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a super sensitive one, but Leo still, yeah, it doesn't want to make all. fun of itself, right. but it is there to entertain. Yeah, the entertainment bit for sure. Well, you know, I think running through the characters and qualities, a couple people, seeing where it is in our chart, I'm always like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a good snapshot. It's a good like idea of what this archetype's about and what it looks like. A little bit of tangibility. Yeah, because I'm finding more people in there. I don't know. Other than Milosevic, you know, the Serbian leader who really instigated the the war in the Balkans mm. in the early nineties. And yeah, like he did inspire his people <laughs> to go to war, but it didn't turn out very well for anyone. It was quite a situation. Quite a quite a quite a disaster. Mm. So that power, I guess, has to be used well, right? Yeah. Well, um, anything else that comes up for you, Leo stuff? <gasps> oh, I'm Leo, sure loads anything? will once we get off. <laughs> I'll think of 10,000 other things as I sure, usually do. Sure. But Romance, um, isn't Leo the, the great oh, romance? Okay, that? yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, there is a, this traditional thing in astrology, but it's the sign of affairs and stuff mm. like that. So I don't really vibrate with that interpretation mm-hmm. for some mm-hmm. reason although it is connected also to family and that is like kind of blood ties and loyalty. it's not yeah loyalty um because it's also creativity it's mm. sign of creativity so creations are your children your projects i mean romance the way that the expression is you know and there's an element of like drama or mystery you know like there's all these kind of i guess beauty ways you know, of expression. Right. And that's kind of how right. I feel like a, a romance plays out. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be this like red rose kind of situation, but it's it, but it is that expression. And, you know, like mm. what is that romance, that dance, that intimate way that you engage in your passion creatively, you know? Right. Yeah. I think you express that well. Cause like the only thing I would add is that the Leo Aquarius axis is there a polarity right is apparently where we're going in relationships like where we all should be going towards so those are relationships where two people come together for no reason other than they just appreciate each other Mm. like they recognize each other's value and they're like Mm. we're more together than we are separate but i don't need something from you like i don't need Mm. support i don't need a family i'm not trying to create something out Mm. of this relationship other than just enjoying and recognizing the value of it for what it is Ooh, i love that yeah yeah it is solid it is solid so if leo is your ascendant um then that's really the kind of relationship that you need like you need someone who just thinks you're fab just because you're fab and that's it that's all and then you just come together for those reasons mm. like you know if you have leo in your chart i would say look 
what planet it's in and what house it's in. And that's where that Leo should be playing. You know, like I have it in my sixth house, it's my Venus, my sixth house. So I know that my work, I really do need to be creative in my work mm. and I need to allow myself to show up more and how I do things, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the more I put of myself into whatever I'm writing or whatever reading I give, the better it is. Yeah. Just show up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I hear the workmen are back. <laughs> I yeah. I was them. like, someone's taking <laughs> dishes in the back. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> it's no, time. we had it. We had, we caught a great window. Meant to be. Meant to be. Yeah. yeah. And now the, now the, uh, the Midheaven is also in Leo, as we're okay. speaking. So, mm-hmm. awesome. Space Chord. Space Chord.